Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. This episode is proudly sponsored by the beautiful studio space at Small Time Group, supporting emerging artists to refine their products, develop a plan, and connect with peers and the industry. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today, I am joined with Izzy. Hello, how are you? Hello. Good. <laughs> well, so you were, were you guys originally known as the Montgomery Brothers? Is that what it was? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Cool. And so, what yeah. what what was the transition? What provoked the transition into Izzy? Well, I think um, yeah, it, it went it, it went for a good run. Um, but eventually, we kind of transitioned to to the name Izzy from the Montgomery Brothers. Um, just because um, one of the band members, Rio, the guitarist, um, his grandma is named Irene, and uh, um, her nickname is Izzy, and she's just been a really you know solid solid rock um, in the family. For all of us, for all of us boys. So um I guess I guess we just wanted to keep that kind of, you know, going strong and yeah. Izzy just feels right. <laughs> yeah, cool. Feels good. Did you always yeah. make kind of the same music under both names? Yeah, it kind of we we all kind of started off with um a lot of blues, a lot of country, you know, playing in our local pubs in Cairns up in Queensland and um yeah I don't know I, since we've moved down to Nam, um <clears throat> it's kind of just grown naturally and you know signing with uh, Hope Street Records has obviously like you know shifted us um in a very very huge way <laughs> yeah for sure so I guess yeah it's, it's just yeah all all grown, but still the same. Still the original sound we uh, kind of give. So yeah, cool. Yeah. And well, what are you what are you listening to at the moment? Oh, okay. Um, I'm listening to a lot of a lot of like Crombin kind of like because we all kind of came from a lot of um different musical backgrounds. Like Maru, the drummer, for instance, uh, has listened to a lot of you know Latin music, and and he grew up with that, and you know the different rhythms, whatever. And Rio grew up with a lot of blues, um, you know, playing with his dad. Same same with me. I played a lot of country, a lot of blues with my dad growing up. So yeah, we all kind of yeah kind of stemmed from that, and yeah. Cool. <laughs> listening to heaps of Crombin at the moment. Crombin, still listening to the you know the, the the good old classics like the Shadows and um, um Colored Stone, you know First Nations band down here in Nam. 
Yes. But yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of things that we're listening to at the moment. Cool. Still going strong. Yeah. <laughs> and how how did you all kind of meet? And then, like, I'm assuming you all individually like played music, picked up music, and then decided to kind of mm. join forces. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. Like I was saying, we all kind of started off with family band, and then, um, yeah, the way we met was pretty um pretty beautiful. I played my first gig with my my older brother. Um, he was studying TAFE at, at the time and um, he kind of, you know, got together with a group of friends that he just met and I played my first gig with him and Rio and Maru um, were there at the time. I, I never knew who they were at the time as well. And they were like, who is this, who is this guy? <laughs> and, you know, that's, so that's how we met. They kind of, after a couple of days went by and they asked me to do a gig with them and yeah I went and played that gig and and now we're here and them two them two fellas went to school together as well you know they grew up grew up together grew up with each other's families and stuff so Sick. yeah and now we're our own family <laughs> yeah awesome yeah and you released your debut album in 2021 um called Irene um yeah what was the process of putting that album together how did Irene feel about well like why did you choose to dedicate it to Irene yeah I mean that album so we moved uh, we moved down like six years ago now um I've just graduated high school and we the year that we moved down um that's when we, you know, got to know Hope Street Records, the the label was signed to, um, and yeah, it's throughout throughout the whole lockdown and COVID situations, it kind of we kind of wanted to like get it out there, but obviously that delayed everything, and um, so it's just yeah, it's been a very long process, but it was very very worth it at the end. Um, and yeah, I think. What was sorry? What was the previous? Question? <laughs> what was the like the, the last process like? And um, yeah, 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 I guess why did you choose to dedicate that title to Irene? You kind of touched on it a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess, like I said, like she's she's been, you know, the anchor <laughs> in this in this group and in our lives, really. Um, but yeah, it all it all came together eventually, and um, yeah, we're really happy about it. And um, yeah, cool. What's Big, your um, music making process like amongst yourselves? Do you kind of like jam it out, go into a studio? What's what's the vibe? I guess with that album, we the process would be like we would all go home, do our own thing, and and you know like write um in our own time and then we would all come together and kind of just mold it together um somehow <laughs> but um yeah it all it all just fits and it molds together so beautifully and yeah cool and well you kind of only released a couple tracks prior to releasing a whole album straight off the bat mm. 
Um, so I'm assuming you guys are album consumers or album listeners as a whole. Um, and I just want to know, I guess, what you think makes a good album. Like when you listen to an album and you're like, yeah, that's that's what I want to do. I want to make an album like that. Ooh, I think it's just the raw sound. <laughs> I think it's like, you know, a three-piece in a room playing I think that's that's how I see it and how I feel it and yeah I think that's um and a lot of you know a lot of like analog shit as well (laughs) yeah excuse my language um but yeah Mm. are there any albums in particular that you I guess use for inspiration or think are just super well done Yeah, we we actually had a playlist to put together for the album just just to use as references. And there's a lot of like there's a lot of inspiration that comes from like you know Alabama Shakes and um, D'Angelo is another one. And yeah, just the the way they recorded, the way they kind of crafted it together is like we're, we're all about that. And um. And and many more, many more inspirations as well. But yeah, we just love we love that rawness. <laughs> yeah, sick. I've been listening to so much Alabama Shakes at the moment. It's like the only thing that I've been listening to right it's now. Crazy. <laughs> so good. I'm just yeah, like yeah. waiting for them to come to Australia, please. Fingers <laughs> And what is your favorite track oh, of the album? Ooh, my favorite is gonna be. A tough one. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta say, it's gonna be um smile. Cool. It's just like it's it. It takes you on a bounce. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all I gotta say. I think mine's no further than you. I think that's my. Mm, I have that favorite. Um. Yeah. What kind of? Can you tell me a bit about the creation of that track. Smile. Yeah. Well, I guess, like I said before, we kind of you know. We'd do our own thing right at home and then we would come together in a room and, and kind of rehearse um, the song and I guess, yeah, give it, you know, give it breath and give it a, give it a bit of time to kind of grow. And, yeah, I guess it just, like, I don't know, came together. Came together really well and we ended up just tracking it, tracking it down and, and now it became the beautiful smile track. <laughs> and I guess yeah. what's what's coming for you guys in the new year? Have you guys been working on any new stuff? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So towards the end of last year, we kind of um, went back into the studio and um, I guess just like recorded a bunch of new stuff, a bunch of jams. Um, and kind of brought that back home, did some things, wrote to it, and, yeah, we might have a single on the way, so. Cool. Yeah. Eyes peeled. Oh, yeah, we'll be back, we'll be back in the studio this, early this year to, to make some more music, so, awesome. yeah. And playing We're Mad Adelaide, um, in March, which is really sick. Yeah. Yeah, um, very excited. Yeah, what are you most excited about? Who are you most excited to see play? Oh my god. 
Well, first, I'm first of all excited to play at WOMAD. Totally. Um, and uh, we're all excited. It's like, I think that's one of the festivals we've been like kind of dreaming to, to play at. So it's, yeah, such a huge privilege. And um, yeah, I think one of the artists I'm excited for, some, some, ex- some artists I'm excited for would be Kokoroko and Sampa the Great obviously um yeah there's heaps there's heaps i don't even know as well which i'm excited for so what does an izy live show look like what can people expect to see Ooh, i think big family energy big family energy lots of smiles lots of laughter and yeah just that izy sound (laughs) yeah Well, thank you so much for having a chat with me today. Thanks for having me. Beautiful.